I'm Taylor Allgood from the University of Cincinnati, and this is a Woman Identified Podcast. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Woman Identified. I'm your host, Taylor Allgood, and today I am once again joined by my lovely friend, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Um, Sarah graciously agreed to join me on this week's episode. Um, it's been a complete mess. I've been all over the place. I didn't even know what this week's topic was going to be about. Um, but after some discussion, we kind of both agreed that it would be cool to talk about gender roles because there's, of course, so much that we can say about this, especially in today's age. So um, before we jump into things, it's been a little bit since we last met up um, for the episode. So how have you been? It has. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, I've been running around too. Um, mentally ill, but we are (laughs) felt we are sliving life. Love it. Love it. Um, I also, did I hear um, before we started recording that you're graduating in December? Yeah, I am. The job search has been brutal, but I'm ready to graduate and get out. (laughs) What's like your ideal job or like what type of job would you like love to do? I'd love to work for an advertising agency and do all their creative campaigns and ads and stuff. I feel like I could really thrive yeah. in that realm. Maybe maybe jump in there and model a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, if they needed someone, I guess I would. But <laughs> Nike. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm happy to have you back, and I'm excited to jump into the topic because I think that we both have a lot of helpful insight on this topic. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. All right, so jumping into the topic, um, the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about is from your experiences, from your perspective, how do you see gender roles playing um, a role in society today? And you can give like examples if you need to. Yeah, well, I definitely see gender roles playing into hookup culture and Mm -hmm. how we view men. Versus women. Say that. Because somehow the woman, the woman is always shamed, called a slut, has so much guilt, all of this that society places on the woman, yet the men who do it, like, they're praised by their friends, or it's completely just, like, overlooked, and they're not even, like, in the conversation, which is so frustrating. So, that's... That's how I see it. There's this overwhelming attitude that women should take on more of like a softer role in society, more of like the nurturing role, the role that needs protected. And men get like praised, like you said, get patted on the back for almost like this idea of like domination. And it's like, yeah, in society today. And I feel like it's always been like this, like 
men almost aspire to be like the most dominant, the most like overpowering in the room. And I really think that is something that we as society like need to move away from. Like it's not bad. Like if you like to be a protector and so on and so forth. But like, I also think that men should be able to like explore creative pursuits and do other things that yes people typically like slam on them for like you know being one way or another like yeah you know what I mean yeah like God forbid they like art or anything but it's really funny how you like brought up kind of the gender roles um, with men and women and how their disgust and like the attitude because think about like sports and stuff the way we describe women's sports versus men's sports you know women's sports we think of more like technical stuff you know artistic controlled and then we think of like men's sports and it's aggressive competitive like super like I guess masculine with quotations terms and even how you know reporters and broadcasters talk about women versus male athletes like usually they're always talking about like the woman being like the mother how many kids she has is she gonna make a speedy recovery after giving birth or her children you see that all the time in the media and then you never hear them talk about men as fathers like it's always about how well they excel in their sport and in their field but with women like all this other stuff is overlooked you know their accomplishments achievements and it's solely just about them being mothers or like their bodies or what they're wearing and stuff like it's so ridiculous and an example I remember is like Serena Williams when yeah, she wore I a cat suit. That. Yes. I was just thinking that. And it's like this woman has how many Grand Slam titles that she won when she was in her teens or early 20s and you're seriously bashing her for wearing a cat suit after birthing a child. Right. Make it make sense. Like I don't get it at all. Like it's literally 2022 and people still have this big embedded issue with like women being in positions of power. Yeah. Women and being, being successful. Star athletes, women being just successful in general. Yeah. Like you say, like, you know, regardless of political ideology, like as an international affairs major, I see a lot in my studies how much women are shat on for their positions in politics like Nancy Pelosi AOC like okay if you don't agree with our ideologies that's fine but it's like it always gets reduced to them being women and it's just like why you know what I mean but you know we know why we know why it's being reduced to that exactly but when people have an issue with male leaders it's never a matter of oh it's because they're men it's because they're this it's because they're that well I hate to say it, but studies have actually shown that women are much better leaders and they're much better at promoting peace. They're much they were much better. um, The women leaders in response to COVID-19 initiatives like um, the leader of New Zealand was a woman and like their um, response to COVID-19 was immaculate. And it's just like 
why aren't we talking about that? Why exactly. is it always when things go wrong? It's like, oh, there you go. It's another woman doing woman things, you know? And yeah. it's like, what is that even Too mean? emotional. Yeah, and yeah. I think we have this, like, one ideology of, like, being a leader. You know, you have to be, like, powerful, dominant, you know? But... I think like with women, they're like servant leaders and they like lead by example. And I just don't see many men doing that truthfully. So, yeah, I think you brought up like a great point that no matter what a woman does, like it's always going to be reduced to her gender. It doesn't matter about her accomplishments. You know, even this past uh, weekend, it was Halloween, and here we go. All these people are talking about like, oh, women just want attention when they dress in costumes. It's just like, Bro, shut up. Yeah. Like, just, just let us live. Isn't you know it I mean? sad, though, like, how many graphics posted on social media that was, like, costumes are not consent? Mm-hmm. Like, it is so sad that we are at this point in our society where we need to be making infographics and on what a woman wears once again. Oh, most definitely. And I feel like people don't see the way that gender roles as an idea as like a systematic like idea within society plays into why people have these attitudes and why things aren't getting better it's because people have been like programmed to think that women should act a certain way men should act a certain way and anyone else who you know doesn't identify as man woman whatever are deviants So going off of the first question, I'm curious to know what's one like gender role or stereotype, and this can apply to yourself or not, um, that you especially like disagree with or want to like address and why? Oh, I think that the idea that women need to settle down and get married and have kids and that their sole purpose is to have kids because as ridiculous as it sounds we all know so many people like celebrities politicians that have made some vile comments on women basically being like incubators for men that and i am just like hell to the no a woman is not just a vessel like we are actual human beans shocker Mm -hmm. and yeah just like this idea that like women like have to get married they have to start a family i'm like well we also get a say in that too you know it's not just about the man and somehow that like always comes into the conversation like well what about your husband you know what does your husband want and stuff like that like it's just it's so screwed up and i fully disagree with it and it just makes me not even want to have kids even more (laughs) or get married (laughs) in that same vein like you bring up such a good point because this is also something that I think about a lot because even as a 21 year old like I know that you know we still have like a lot of life ahead of us and everything like that but even at this age like you feel so pressured to start making a decision about how you want your life to go. And it's like, totally. people started asking me as early as like 18, probably even earlier. I don't even remember. But like, do you want to have kids one day? Do you want to like be married one day? So weird. And it's like, why or how would I know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it comes to that, it comes to that. But like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like that whole idea that as you said women are supposed to 
you know, carry on the generation for like men and, you know, be incubators in that sense. It's just like it should always be a choice. And it feels like we're slipping more and more away from that, because even as someone who at this point is really not even leaning towards having kids for a multitude of reasons that I would be happy to discuss. It's just like you still feel that societal pressure of, oh, well, I still do need to like think about it. Like I can't like I have to make up my mind because, you know, you run a biological clock and everything. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like it's still like even when you don't necessarily want um, children or want what's like the traditional idea of like a family in the future like you still feel that pressure always weighing on you of like is this really what I want or I'm gonna have to make a decision or it's gonna be too late yeah like it almost feels like that's like what you have to do in order to like be accepted by society like you're not gonna be accepted until you're a mother which even then like you know people still don't accept or respect us and stuff but yeah I feel like that's like the trophy like you have to have kids have to become a mother and all of this stuff and it's like no and I feel like that's why like society shits on so many single successful women and I mean like at this point when you think about everything that's going on in the world it's just like I don't even know if I would feel comfortable bringing a child like into this world like in however many years like agreed like I don't even know like you know knowing that my child would be of color knowing that you know my child could potentially grow up to be a woman like you just never really know and I think that's like what makes me question it the most it's like are we just like on autopilot or are we just like doing things because we've just always been told that we should do that without even thinking about like the consequences, you know, but like, and I'm not slamming like people who have children and everything, because if you want that, like you are entitled to that, you know what I yeah. mean? But also we should start to like respect the people who decide to put themselves first because honestly yes. in this world, like I can barely support myself at this moment. Like, I don't even know how I would be able to, you know, in the future support, you know, a child. And, like, in my women's study courses, we, like, learned about, like, kind of, like, the institution, like, the history of marriage and how it's almost, like, kind of used as a form of control. I know I'm kind of spiraling right now. but No, you're (laughs) onto something good. But, like, (laughs) isn't it so interesting, like, we get married and it's like the women takes like the man's last name and it's almost like a form of like property switching it's like you're going from your father's last name to your husband's last name it's like a form of like property transferring yes and that just like after learning that in my class like it's never really sat right with me and like I don't know it's just kind of made me take a more like scrutinized approach to like looking at different issues that people just see as like natural and like the way that things have always been and it's like okay but who created that like who created the institution of marriage who did all that and it's just you just like you go into a spiral it's like my head is spinning thinking about all the ways yeah that like there's like things in society that are seen as natural but it's like really just another form of like women's control Absolutely. 
I'm spiraling, man. No, it's called being aware <laughs> and everyone else around you that's like not aware needs to wake so up. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I guess I would say that I definitely agree with your answer. Um, like the whole idea that like women need to have children and be like mothers and like run the domestic sphere has always been um, a big like gender role slash stereotype that I've um, had a problem with. But like, on a lighter note, like we were talking um, before. Also, I'm um, going along with that, like the idea that like women should have like all these like domestic skills and like take care of like the domestic sphere. You know what I mean? Like, okay, first of all, I'm gonna be a working woman in the future. So what makes you think that like I'm gonna like come home and like have the whole house cleaned? For someone and make a meal for a man. <laughs> First of all, no one would want me to cook for them because I would blow up the kitchen by accident um, and not want to clean it up. <laughs> like that's just like all these like domestic skills. Like I feel like everyone should know them regardless. Like yeah, saying like my girlfriend, my wife should know how to cook. Like. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Pick up a cookbook. Like, we all need to know how to cook, first of all, because it's a basic human skill. And the reason why I don't know how to cook is for reasons that people don't need to know. But, like, it's just, like, I don't know. That whole idea just really bothers me that, like, women need to be, like, the nurturers, the yeah. um, the heads of the household in the sense that like they keep everything clean and neat and tidy while you know like men just get to like work and come home and you know do whatever they do like I don't know but that's another big thing of mine that I would like to debunk is that um these are just basic skills cleaning yeah cooking it's also you know. 2022 babe popping in the air fryer right Come on. air fryer is my bestie Come on. like so do you think that there's a difference in the effects of gender roles for women men and other genders slash non-binary folks like basically how you see like the effects of gender roles like playing out for these different genders like do you think they're different in a yeah. sense? No, absolutely. They're different. I mean, women in the workforce just trying to get jobs or being scrutinized for like wanting to be entrepreneurs or CEOs, you know, that's like still heavily looked down upon for whatever reason. And lately, like I've seen it a lot with non-binary folks and having laws passed literally preventing them from getting jobs, which has created just like this whole new barrier. And we continue to go backwards. Um, and honestly, like it's just sad, especially like with non-binary people who just want to live their lives how they see themselves and how they want to present themselves to the world and in the workplace and even like on social media and stuff, they just constantly get ripped on and are constantly discriminated against and excluded in public spaces. Yeah. I love that answer, by the way. And I agree wholeheartedly. I feel like in a broad sense, the effects of gender roles for 
women, men, non-binary folks, etc. I think it's unified in the sense that it's making everyone in society miserable. Yes. But I also feel like, you know, you do experience the effects in different ways depending on how you identify. Totally. But like I just I think about this a lot. Like I just can't imagine like not being able to embrace like the more masculine sides of myself and like people always like get so like caught up in like the labels of everything like yeah a woman says that she has masculine qualities and it's like oh you're a man when like when was that said like you know what i mean like i am a firm believer that everyone has masculine and feminine qualities. Absolutely. But not in the typical way that people would associate them with gender roles. You know yeah. what I mean? But I feel like, like, for example, like, growing up, like, my brothers, um, like, my dad, like, would not want my brothers to be like in the band or anything or like play a musical instrument. He was like, no, you need to play like a sport or something like that. And it's just like, fellas is playing an instrument gay like yeah please let us know right like i didn't know that was a bad thing like i just hate the way that everything is like always just like reduced through like homophobia and it's just like this fear of like coming across this a certain way it's just like that's the reason why so many i feel like especially men are like told to like be so aggressive and like yeah are taught to be so aggressive because they're taught to like keep in their feelings and like not be able to like express like the different parts of themselves you know yeah um and i feel like the same goes like for women and other people like we're taught that you know we need to be like soft and put together and you know that we need to be like so mature and whatnot while boys will be boys and it's like this like intentional division that's being created is making people like hide parts of themselves and in return, it's making everyone hurt in the long run. You were spot on. <laughs> that was such a good answer. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I like, try. That was, no, that was deep. But I guess to close, this is kind of a shorter episode. I don't have too, too many questions, but still very insightful nonetheless. Um, I guess the last thing that I'm curious about, there's been a lot of controversy or I guess kind of like debate in the media about whether from both sides, like whether a person's like upbringing in a way that they're raised, like affects their gender identity. Do you think there's any truth to that? Yeah, I do think it's learned, especially when you're at such a young age, you don't know any better and your parents are kind of like manipulating you into, you know, not doing band and doing basketball instead or something like that. But um, I also think it's like your environment, you know, the school that you're going to, the people you hang out with, um, you know, like what do those relationships kind of look like because ultimately like your world from a young age is totally defined like by your environment Mm -hmm. and what is being shoved down your throat and the activities that you do and your hobbies and your interests so yeah I do think all of these factor into what 
makes or breaks like someone's gender role. Mm-hmm. But I also like feel for like people who you know, grew up in, like, rather, like, conservative households and, like, who knew early on that, like, they wanted to, like, identify a different way or maybe had qualities that wouldn't quite be accepted, like, by their family. Which is so interesting that you say that because I think studies have shown that, like, most people know by the time they're, like, six or seven, like, a very, very young age. Oh, that's interesting. Like, what, like, who they want to identify as and stuff like that? yeah. No, definitely. So I do think that you do, in a sense, always, like, know who you are from the beginning, like, at your core. But I think that is heavily influenced by, like, your upbringing, your surroundings, who your family is, who your friends are. Agreed. Um, That's why, you know, that whole term of, like, being closeted is, like, comes out. And not just in relation to sexuality, too. I mean, that's the way that it's most commonly, like, referred to. But, like, I also think about, like, secret passions. Like, I know this is, like, so stupid, but I'm just thinking about, like, High School Musical. Um, And who was it? He, like, liked to cook. Oh, was (laughs) it... It wasn't Chad, but it was... Zeke? Zeke, Zeke. yeah. <laughs> like, Zeke was just like, I've always liked to cook. Like, that's what I just see, like, society as. It's just people, like, actually, like, having interests that they could explore and really be good at. But, yeah. like, they're just told, like, oh, you need to be, like, this or that or X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. That's kind of my take on it. I do think that... It influences the way that we express ourselves, maybe not the way that we like self-identify, but it really just depends on the person. But I do think that is why also we see a lot more people um, like coming forward with like expressing their identities more as they get older, especially like as they get to like high school, college, because they're able to like kind of develop a stronger sense of self and like and they have the freedom to do so without like the fear of like being kicked out or neglected or anything like that so yeah that's that's kind of my take on that that's my final thought any final thought on um this topic well i definitely agree with you your answer was like pretty solid but literally agree with like everything and it just makes you think how like innovative and creative our society could be if people were just themselves and accepted for just being them and not constantly scrutinized for liking cooking or being in band and playing the flute you know Mm -hmm. it just like makes me think like how much like I feel like we could progress as a society if people were just accepted and dropped the bullshit ideologies of gender roles Exactly. (laughs) Snaps. Well, thank you so much um, for joining me on this episode. I know it felt like it went by like super quick, but I still feel like we made some points. Yeah, for sure. Definitely excited for people to hear this. And I'm excited to share with you a poem that I wrote called Pink and Blue. So this poem is an original spoken word poem that I wrote for one of my classes a year or so ago, um, one of my women's study classes. Um, This is one of my favorite poems, actually, because even though it's short um, in length, I feel like it's still powerful in meaning. Um, And so kind of like my inspiration for this Um, In addition to the assignment that I had to do, um, I was thinking, you know, 
of the color associations that we have with boys and girls, you know, pink and blue, as you might have guessed. And it's really just always interested me. Um, it's always just been interesting to me the way that we associate different colors with like different genders because like ultimately like colors are colors. It's all just part of like one rainbow, you know what I mean? And I think that like it really brings um, like a classic example of how gender itself is like a construct. So that's kind of the meaning behind my poem, Pink and Blue. And I hope you will enjoy. What a privilege it is to live life in color, to find purpose in a masterpiece painted by fate and kissed by reality. But like all abstract art, to exist is to be subject to interpretation. I wonder what they think of me. I wonder who I was before I was taught who I'm meant to be. I wonder where along the lines a critic became God for the night and decided of all the lovely colors this life has to offer were defined in terms of two. Thank you. Oh, so good. Thank you so, so much. Um, so that does conclude this week's episode on gender roles with Sarah Snyder. Um, so once again, thank you so much, Sarah, for being a guest once again on my episode. I'm sure I'll have you back in the future. Of course. Thank oh. you for having me. I'm always ready. <laughs> of course. And with that, this week's episode has come to a close. Thank you so much for tuning in to Woman Identified. See you next week. Woman Identified.